Morning Motivation is brought to you by The Great Discovery. The Great Discovery is an exciting new e-learning and e-earning platform allowing experts to connect with audiences around the world in over 20 languages. Link in the show notes for details. Good morning, it's Michael Whitehouse, the guy who knows a guy, with your Sunday update for June 20th, 2021 of Morning Motivation and uh, had some thoughts I wanted to share, as I often do, which is why I created this format to pontificate a bit more deeply on different topics. So, Thomas Edison, and I'm going to paraphrase here, I know the exact quote in front of me, probably should. Thomas Edison uh, was asked at one point how he felt about failing to find the light bulb 9,000 times. And he said, I didn't fail to find it. I succeeded in finding 9,000 ways that didn't work. And he had to find all the ones that didn't work, eliminate them, to find things that do work. This is how entrepreneurship tends to work, how business tends to work. It's about iterating rapidly. Try things, quick, determine as quickly as possible if they work or not. If they don't work, invest as little as possible in them, abandon them, go on to the next thing. The more quickly you can iterate through these things, the more successful you're going to be. We have this idea sometimes that success is about finding the right answer, and it's going to be some silver bullet. That's why people are so possessive of their intellectual property. Oh, I don't want anyone to steal this thing I wrote or steal this music I made or steal my process. Dude, nobody wants to steal your process. Nobody wants to steal it because your idea, whenever someone comes, I've got an idea, but I don't want to tell you too much about it because you might steal it. I'm not going to steal your idea. If it's good, I or someone else will think of it on our own. And if it's not that good, it's not worth stealing. You can't guard an idea. Because it's not, until it's validated, until it's tested, it doesn't mean anything. It's all about testing out different ideas as quickly as possible, finding the ones that don't work, and eliminating them. This has been my business over the last year. I have found 9,000 things that don't work and a few things that do. It's about filtering that down. Part of my challenge over my life has been iterating too slowly and sticking with things too long. You may have this experience as well. Sticking with things too long that really should be let go so you can get on to a better thing. I've done this in relationships many, many times, relationships that probably should have ended after three or four or five months that lasted for three or four or five years. Well, that meant that for three or four or five years, I was in a relationship not going anywhere, not getting any closer to finding the right person. Same thing with jobs. I've been in jobs that probably should have left within a couple months, but I stuck it out for a few years, wasted a lot of time, and didn't make a lot of progress. So in my business over the last year, I've been iterating fairly rapidly. Some things I'd try for a little bit, for a couple weeks, say, okay, there's not an opportunity here, on to the next thing, on to the next, on to the next. And so this is how we grow. We try things, we discover what doesn't work, and even the biggest, most successful companies, it's still about iterating, trying things, be willing to take risks. And this, and not to get too much in detail of this, this is why uh, sometimes big companies stop succeeding like they used to because they create a situation where employees are afraid to take risks. And if you can't take risks, you can't advance. You will fail if you're trying something. You know, you will if... If you're trying to find the next big thing, you got to find nine things that aren't the next big thing. You've got to try 10, 20, 50, 100 things to find 
one or two or three that are really going to going to move the needle and make a difference. So you got to be willing to fail and iterate. So I had a conversation with with my wife last night that did not go well. Now it didn't go well because and, and I was saying that last night as I'm recording this. Uh, of course, you're hearing this on Father's Day. Happy Father's Day. June 20th, um, I'm, as, as always, recording this a uh, few days earlier. But we had a conversation that didn't go well, partly because uh, we were probably both too tired to get into the conversation. And what I realized, thinking about the next day after sleeping on it a bit, was that we were having the conversation in the wrong frame of reference. And as, as you listen to the story, I want you to kind of think about, has this happened to you? And if it has, can you make it not happen again? So... Obviously, as an entrepreneur, things are a little bit unstable, right? I don't know where things are going to come from. Now, fortunately, I have a stable income source with the gig work. I can scale that up or down. My income actually remains pretty level and even. It's just a question of how much time I have to put into it. So if I have a good week, I get some clients, I get some work, I do less of the gig work. If I don't have so much going in, it's more of a building week, I do more of the gig work. So... And obviously, my wife would love me to get to a situation where I'm, you know, pretty stably work nine to five and don't have to go out on weekends to make a little bit extra cash to cover the bills. So there was an op- what seemed like an opportunity to get something more job-ish. Uh, it was going to be a relationship with another company where I'd get a, a fixed amount of money plus performance incentives, commissions, something like that. As it turned out, so of course I heard about this. A couple days ago, and I ran up to my wife and said, oh, oh my God, honey, honey, Amy, 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 check this out, check it out, I got this thing. This was a bit premature on my part. This was an error. Because when I then spoke to someone else with the organization, he said, yeah, um, it's not, the first guy was mistaken. Um, It's not actually that, we're actually doing this, and that's not a fit for you. Um, And I agreed, like that's, it wouldn't have been a fit on either side, but we'd like to work with you in this other way. Now, the second thing they offered is a great opportunity looked at as an opportunity for my business among other opportunity. I've got about five or six irons in the fire right now, and if one of them catches, it'll be great, even if the other five flop. But as I explained it to my wife in my tired state, trying to quickly tell her something before I turned on the TV to watch some Doctor Who... I said, so it turned out that thing wasn't a thing, but there's this other thing. And she's like, whoa. And she you know, rolled her eyes because she's thinking, oh, boy, here we go again. She's not thinking, okay, opportunity number 72 didn't work out, but opportunity number 73 just showed up and is now with its cadre of six other opportunities that are on the, you know, on the, the, the launch pad. She saw it as, oh. Your job opportunity didn't didn't catch, but you've got this business opportunity because we were in the wrong frame. The conversational frame we're in was that of getting a job where you have one job and where if it doesn't work out, you can be stuck in it, wasting your energy, not making money for an extended period of time, and you end up further back or no further forward but a bit older by the time it's done. That's the wrong conversational frame. We weren't, I'm not getting a job. I have a business. I'm trying to find opportunities to grow the business and take it in different directions. There's a number of different ways I can go. But we were in that job frame. And that led to some, let us say, acrimony in the conversation. Um, Of course, once we 
slept on it, calmed down, relaxed. We we talked it over a little bit more. She finally understood, okay, this is one thing among many. Uh, but it's so easy, especially when we're tired, when we're distracted, when we're rushed. My thought, I thought I was just going to quickly give her a, an update, because you know, I don't want to keep her up to date. Quickly give her an update on what's going on, and then I was going to turn on Doctor Who. So I was kind of quickly trying to blast the information over to her. And then she's like, whoa, 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 whoa. I've got a lot of questions. I'm like, oh, my God, I don't want to answer questions. I just want to watch Doctor Who and eat my ice cream. Just let me let me relax here. So I'm trying to rush the conversation. And so I'm not fully into it. She's tired. She's not fully into it. And we slipped into the wrong conversational context, the wrong conversational frame. I want you to think about the last argument you had with someone, the last conflict you had with someone, and ask yourself, was it in the right conversational frame? Or maybe was the conflict because you were talking about the wrong thing? Sometimes we have conversations where we talk past each other. You know, I want X and you want seven. You know, they're not even in the same, <laughs> I want ice cream and you want to take the trash out. Like they're not even related things and they're somehow running in opposition and just not getting, just not creating the, the progress and the connection. And often, should you find yourself in that situation where you're like, this conversation is going out of control, what's happening? You need to pause. You need to take a step back. What are we talking about? Why are we here? What's going on? What's the objective of this conversation? What do you want? What do I want? And that's something that in our tired state, we failed to do. And since it is an instructive moment for me, I thought it might also be an instructive moment for you. So in summary, two lessons in this particular episode. Lessons, you know, I make mistakes, so you don't have to. Uh, the first one is the idea that if you are trying to do anything innovative, launching a business, developing a product, whatever, you need to try a lot of things. A lot of those things aren't going to work, and that's fine. You need to take a lot of shots. You know, as, as someone once said, what do you call a baseball player who strikes out 70% of the time? Or what do you do with a baseball player who strikes out 70% of the time? You put him in the Hall of Fame because he's got a 300 batting average. Same thing in business and many aspects of life. You're going to have to try a lot of things. They're going to fail, and you got to keep on going. And second lesson, if you have a conversation and it's going poorly... Think about what the frame of that conversation is. Think about what the context of that conversation is and ask, are you having the same conversation the other person is having? Or are you perhaps in the wrong frame and getting upset about potentially nothing at all if you were to just calm down and take a moment? And the most, and the, the best thing to do is, and I'm terrible at this, so this is a do as I say, not as I do situation. The best thing to do is to take a pause. Take a walk, get a glass of water, go to the bathroom, count to 10, do something so you break the cycle of this, this limbic brain reaction and actually think for a second about what you're actually talking about. And that will help to, to, uh, to settle that down. Uh, and in a relationship, if you have a good, strong relationship, remembering that you care about each other and you're on the same team. It's so easy when you're in a conflict, when you're in an argument, to, to start to see them as like the enemy, as the person you're working against. And my wife and I have a fantastic relationship so that we do always fall back to we love each other and want to take care of each other and don't want to make each other unhappy. And when we do, our instinct will kick in to be like, how can I make you happy? How can we 
make this better, and we did, and it is better, and it is good. Um, but this is a lesson. Perhaps if I had heard this message last week, I would have avoided an acrimonious conversation the other day. So uh, I am sharing it with you. Something else I want to share with you. Yes, this is where I plug the new thing I'm doing. It's an update. You want to know what I'm doing. I am tying together the disparate threads of my business into one program. Well, not everything into one program, but bringing it all together. My network, my introductions, my guy who knows a guy-ness, my coaching, Conference 21, uh, helping new businesses to find resources. All of that is being tied together into a program called the Success Accelerator Network. The Success Accelerator Network, go to signup.successaccelerator.network. Yes, successacceleratornetwork.com wasn't available, but successaccelerator.network was. So it's signup.successaccelerator.network. And you can, you can find out all the information there. But what that gives you access to is a business concierge. That's me connecting you with my network. Whatever it is you need, you need. And one of the big challenges in business is finding someone that you can trust to get the job done. It's not about cheap. It's about getting it done. I talk to people all the time. Oh, man, I've hired three different web designers. I've given all of the money, and I still don't have a website. Happens all the time. Whether you paid them 500 or $5,000, maybe you get it, maybe you don't. You come to me, I refer you to someone, they're going to get it done. You know, you need something in marketing, you need something in design, course creation, coaching, advising, whatever it is, I've got good, reliable, trustworthy people that I have relationships with, I can connect you with through the concierge. Conference 21, that is evolving into more of a speaker's resource conference. So it's a place, if you're a newer speaker, a place to uh, kind of build your credentials, get a video of you giving a talk at a virtual conference that'll be on the YouTube channel, and we'll bring in speakers, specifically uh, experts on getting speakers on bigger, better, more profitable stages. So a resource for that, uh, as well as uh, you know, my coaching program is going to tie into that a bit. Uh, there's going to be some promotional opportunities to promote your business through the business directory. Whole bunch of stuff. So check out the website there. Um, sign up. Dot. Uh, sign up. Dot. Uh, success accelerator. Dot network to find out about that. And the cool thing about this, all of this is 21 bucks a month. Uh, it's even less if you do it for an extended period. But you know, 21 bucks a month. It's like you take. Two people, not even a whole family. You take like yourself and your kid to McDonald's. You spend twenty one bucks. So twenty one bucks a month gives you access to everything: the network, the connections, um, the whole thing, the private communities. Uh, it's going to be a great, great program. And of course, uh, tomorrow, do not forget, I'm doing a free, uh, a free. Some people call it a master class. Some people just call it a, a uh, interactive workshop. Whatever you call it, I'm doing it, and it's free about values, vision, gratitude, a lot of stuff I've been talking about here on the podcast. I'll be doing live interactive with you. There'll be some live coaching and all kinds of great stuff. Uh, it's class.guywhoknowsaguy.com. To sign up for that, that's 7 p.m. on June 21st. And this may be... Um, this is this is the last free class I have planned outside of the Success Accelerator Network. So I may do more, I may not, but uh, for the foreseeable future, there's nothing else planned. 
that's going to be out, that's going to be for non-members. Um, I'm going to be going to more of a membership model because I, we have this low cost membership program. You can sign up for that, get all the goodies, but this will be the last one that's free to anyone who is listening. So be sure to sign up for that class.guyhunnersaguy.com. All right. I have taught you two things. I have introduced you to two things that I think I've given you plenty of value in 16 minutes. So there you go. You've had a great episode. You are now richer in many ways for having listened to me, and I am richer for you listening to me as well. Everyone's richer. Win, win, win. I'm Michael Whitehouse, the guy who knows the guy. Thank you so much for listening. I will see you tomorrow, hopefully, at the live interactive workshop. I am really excited about The Great Discovery. If you haven't heard about it yet, The Great Discovery is a new kind of e-learning platform. What sets it apart is an affiliate system where every teacher and every learner is incentivized to promote any content. Add to that an AI-driven marketing funnel creation system, a robust community, and AI technology that will translate your voice in over 20 languages with a push of a button. Seriously, you should see the video of me speaking German. For more information, visit morningmotivation.fun slash TGD or hit the link in the show notes.